Welcome to the Inner Game Academy podcast, the show where we help you overcome your fears, boost your confidence and give you the best chance of becoming a professional footballer. If you're a young footballer looking to take your game to the next level, this podcast is for you. Whether you're struggling with nerves before games, finding it hard to recover from setbacks or just looking for ways to take your game to the next level, Luke and Rob have you covered. So join us each week and let's help you become the confident, fearless footballer you were born to be. In today's podcast, we're talking about adversity. Luke and I give you tips on how to come in and how it can help you become a better player in the long run. Listen up, we've got some massively exciting news. Our brand new six-week Pro Accelerator program is starting very soon. If you want to improve your confidence, overcome nerves, have the best chance of becoming a pro, this program is not to be missed. You'll have six weeks to improve your game on and off the pitch with guaranteed results. During the program, you'll be coached live by me and Luke, mentored by current pros, and you'll have exclusive access to our brand new journal and workbook, which you'll be doing sessions on. How to get over negative thoughts, how to get into the zone and stay there, how to gain, protect, and to keep your confidence. Limited spaces are available. Apply now at www.innergameprocourse.com. That's www.innergameprocourse.com. Hello and welcome to the Inner Game Academy podcast. I'm Rob Blackburn. I'm Luke O'Neill. <laughs> the enthusiasm, mate. The enthusiasm. Thank you very much. What happened? I've been cleaning all day. Give us a break. Uh, I've just been cleaning, doing some DIY around the house. Hasn't, hasn't quite got my energy flowing yet, but as we get into this podcast, the life will start to come out. Don't worry about I'm that. just about to do Always a, does. a podcast on high-performance mindsets. Not a podcast, a training on high-performance mindset and low-performance mindset. Got to get ourselves psyched up. So today, we're doing a quick 20-minute session podcast on resilience. What is resilience? Can you train it? So the question to you, Luke, what is resilience? Oh... You could have at least asked me that five minutes before we came on, so I could have <laughs> like it flowed, Rob. Uh, resilience. Let's go with, I reckon, the ability to be consistent both in adversity and good times. So it's treating both adversity and good times the same. So I've just cheated and I've looked it up. Oh, what was your definition before you looked it up? Um, my My... My definition would be the ability to deal with setbacks. No, so we kind of overlap a little bit. Mine's, mm. mine's, so, mine's saying appreciating setbacks and success the same way. The approach is the same way, not being able to change just because you have a setback. So resilience, the capacity, the capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulties or toughness. That is resilience. We talk about in football, we need to have resilience. And the reason that we're doing this podcast is I had a really good chat with someone yesterday who was struggling. So on the way back from yours, someone called me, said they're struggling and they're struggling with a lot of things at the moment in football and stuff. And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to have a look at his Instagram. So I went on his Instagram and I had a little stalk while I was in the services and it said resilience coach. And I was like, okay, I, I, I see what's going on here, right? So I need to call you and I will, let's, we'll have a chat. Like in your profile, it says resilience coach. Are you being resilient now? Listen, I know things are hard and stuff, but if you're going to say resilience coach, surely you've got to show resilience yourself. So question to you. Can you train resilience? Yes or no? 
How do we go about doing One hundred percent. I think it's something that doesn't come with the click of the fingers, which I think is the most common mistake, especially in this modern day. I think a lot of us think we, if we don't have resilience straight away, then I think a lot of people quit. And I think that's the main problem. I think if we understand that resilience is a process and with resilience, it's probably one of the hardest skills to build reason is is to build resilience we need to go through through adversity and yeah. when we're going through something tough the easy answer is just to quit mm-hmm. and to keep going to keep turning up keep putting one foot in front of the other and work through a really really tough time is one of the hardest things to do but if you keep doing that and you keep taking that extra step you keep adding a little bit of armor to the resilience but if you quit at any one of them obstacles along all the way then resilience is never built. But resilience, no one's ever born with resilience. Resilience is a skill that's developed through adversity. Yeah. So let me give an example. Yeah, I probably need to give an example to that. So resilience in terms of, how can I think of an example for resilience? Let's say playing in front of, let's let's use my example that's well known, playing playing at Sunderland, for example. Mm -hmm. I went from, playing in front of a few thousand fans, then making my debut in front of 30,000 fans. Found it really hard. Found it quite overwhelming. Um, In the academy, we've recently just gone over the attention channels, how you go from an an external channel, from flow state to an internal channel, and we start focusing on the negative. So again, I found it very, very hard to focus on the right things when there was a a lot of fans, a lot of judgment. So you could say that my resilience wasn't quite there after I had a bad game. I could hear the social media, I could hear the groans, I could hear the moans, I could hear the negativity. And I found it really hard. So I found it hard to face teammates, face the fans and go back out there and try again. So my resilience was quite low. You know, fast forward now, and I've played at Wembley four four times. We've had 85,000 fans and found it quite comfortable. How do you build resilience? Well, you've got to kind of sometimes face the demons. You've got to go out there when it's uncomfortable. You've got to put a process in place, which makes the journey a little bit easier. Not easy, but easier. So, for example, I found it really daunting to go back and play in front of a lot of fans. So what do I do? Instead of focusing, I need to go play out on fans. I, I, I put a process in place where I need to focus on certain things in the game, things that I can control. So I'm not focusing on playing well in front of the fans because that's out of my control. I focus on how much I run during a game. I focus on... My attitude, I focus on the things, uh, my mindset, my communication, things that I can have a control on. And then I go out there and it might not be a quick fix, but I go back out there again. And before you know it, playing in front of 30,000 fans becomes a bit of an easier task. And now I'm in a place where I just see it as a privilege. But I've gone from a place of finding it really difficult, quite challenging to a place where now I just adore and I love it. Um, But it's a a very slow process, sadly. Do you find... And do you see players who have got high resilience and low resilience? I judge resilience in people when things go south, in terms of when things are not going their way. Mm -hmm. I think it's all well and good having moments of resilience when, when things are going for you. It's the real test is how's the armor in terms of how's the resilience when you haven't got the right cards when things are against you. That is a really true test of resilience. And 
Do we have it all worked out? No. Can you have perfect resilience? No. But it's the ability to get back on the right track. And it might not be a game. It might not be two games. It's It could be three or four, but it's it's having steps in place where you can get back on track, like building steps to resilience. It's not just a switch where we can go, same with confidence. We can't just go, I'm confident now. And it's the same with resilience. We can't just go, I'm now resilient. It's putting processes in place, things that you can have physical control of. Like me of the past, I would hope. So when I, for example, my first appearance at Wembley, the first 25 minutes, you know, I built up Wembley in my head for years. I, I drove I went, drove past, I went past it on the train. I was so excited. If I got the opportunity to play at Wembley, I thought it would be a dream come true. And for the first 25 minutes of the game, my energy was gone. Like my whole body just shut down through maybe nerves. And then, you know, I then built up playing in front of 30,000, 40,000 fans at Sunderland. The second time I, I played at Wembley, I did it a little bit better. The third time and the fourth time, I just, just I grew to love it. So you can see it's a process. But the thing is, you've got to put things in place to build resilience. Me of the past, I'd go out there and go, I hope I'm okay today. I hope I have the resilience to face whatever it is I'm facing. And I just wake up and sometimes hope. And we can get away with that sometimes. I think we can, you can get away with thinking you have resilience. But when the true test and when you really need it, if you haven't got tools and a process in place, and I think the resilience won't be there. So I think we've got to put things in place to help with the resilience. Yeah, 100%. To build resilience. As you're doing this, I'm writing little notes just so I remember what I need to say because I don't want to cut you off because you was on a roll and I was really liking it. And the point I want to say is this. So, for example, for me, like recently, like I've gone through a tough time. Things have changed for me. And then Christmas last year, obviously, I had four things that happened to me. And I remember my mate, so one of my friends, one of my best friends, unfortunately, he passed. When he got diagnosed with a condition he said why have i got this condition and the consultant said it's just the hand you're dealt sometimes it's just the hand you're dealt you can't control the hand you're dealt and the point of that is and i want to use a metaphor with this which is the best poker players in the world don't get dealt the best hands it's the way they play the hands that count so for example the worst hand statistically in poker is a two and a seven but the best poker players in the world can win with a two and a seven so it's the way you play that hand it doesn't matter what card you get so the best poker players they don't get dealt better hands it's not luck it's the hands they're dealt it's the way they play play the hands they're dealt so we can't help what happens to us we get dealt certain hands it's the way that we deal with them and another point that I've put in there is about exposure, because we talked about it a lot last week. So playing at Wembley, playing once was hard. And then the more you've been exposed to it, the better you are. And I've written the same here about failure and adversity. The more you fail, the more exposed to it, the easier it becomes. The more adversity that you have, the easier you deal with it. And I think resilience is looking at failures and finding the best from it and the lessons from it to move forward. I think that's a way that you can train your resilience. So when you have a failure, you don't see it as a failure and it's all gone wrong. It's finding, okay, may not be a failure. You've got to look at it as a learning. I always say failure, cross that out and it's a learning. 
and take the learning from it and the lesson from it to move forward. So that's one of the ways that I, I would train your resilience is by looking at failures as lessons. Thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I really agree. I really like the card analogy. Um, we've all got different cards. Some of us have been given a pair of aces, which is some of the best, you know, pocket aces is what we want in a poker hand. And yet you can still get out bluffed mm-hmm. with a two and a seven because someone might think you have a, a full house or something like that. So we are dealt cards and it's like, what? how, how can we make the best situation? Instead of arguing, oh, why have I got these cards? Why have I got no resilience? It's right. How can I make the best of the cards I've got right now? It's not arguing with the fact of the cards I have. You've got them. So it's like, well, what can I do now? And I think, yeah, I think with me now, I look at everything as just pure feedback. Mm-hmm. So, and so we can withdraw. I think the past is a really good thing to withdraw from. So, if we all look, some of us might be finding things really, really tough right now. Like go back last week for me and I was finding things really, really tough, find it really hard. And what is a what is a recipe to get out of that? Well, look at the past and how you've always come through moments of adversity and what got you through them times. It's having the armor that you've built up and you just keep working through it. You keep working through it. So sometimes if we can't see a way through it, we've got to look at, well, we've always got through things. Look at our toughest moments we ever had. Again, this is another blip in the road. And it's withdrawing from the past that you've always got through it. But then look at that. So what have you done in the past to build resilience? What has got you through them moments? Who have you gone to? Who? What questions have you asked? Have you stayed consistent in your behavior? So a really good example for me last week, I was finding things really, really tough. And as I was finding it really tough, I was like, well, this is going to be the most feedback for me. It's going to be the biggest lessons. And the question the question that I asked myself is, okay, when things were going really, really, really well, what things was I doing that was making me feel good? Now things aren't going well. What things have I stopped in my routine? And I realized the three things that I stopped, I stopped going to bed and waking up at the same time. So I was going to bed later and waking up later. Um, I was spending more time on my phone. I was doing less self-development work. I was spending less time with the family because they went down south. So again, there's always clues in what's if you're if we if we need to build um you know that armor, we need to get through times of adversity. We'll start looking back at the past. What did I do last time when I got through adversity? What things do I normally do when things are going well? What things have I stopped doing? So again, like what you said and building on what you said, it's looking at everything as just pure feedback and going, easier, easier said than done. When things are going tough. Again, it's easy to focus on the negatives and um, spiral out of control. And that's why we need to regain control with, okay, what can I do right now to spin the narrative in my favor? What can I action now to put in my favor? So if I was to flip the question back to you now, Rob, if you were going through times of adversity or thinking back when you went through to adversity, what three things did you put into place to keep some sort of consistency or to action things to to build that armor? Nice. So... I've, I can answer this and I will answer this. I want to use another analogy now and, and it will answer the question. And it was like, again, going back to a conversation I had the other day when things weren't going so well for this person. And I said, have you been doing this? Have you been doing this? Have you been doing that? So I give this person a book to read and he's like, I'm only halfway through. I was like, I'll give you that f- four weeks ago to get through. It's three hours. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you not doing it? And to use the analogy, I think sometimes when things aren't going well, what we do is we want to get rid of everything, sack everything off. 
that's what we want to do. We just want to, we just want to hide. We just want to get out of things. And actually what we need to do is using a poker analogy again, while I'm there is to double down. It's to double down on things when things go badly. And sometimes it might not be possible. And the reason I wanted to say about resilience today is I know people are possibly getting released from academies this week. So they're going to go through a tough time. So people might need to hear this. And what did I do when I went through a bad time? It depends. There's, it depends. So I think my resilience is actually pretty good to be fair, because I'm like, do you know what? Every time I go for adversity and I go for a bad time, the way I look at it is this is a part of my journey. This is a part of my story. Like how how can I use this in the future? How can I use this lesson to help other people? So I'm like, in the future, I'll probably talk about this time and be like, this happened to me and it's a part of my journey because when we go through life and through football, it's never going to be plain sailing and you're going to have tough times. So I, I expect tough times to come. I know they're going to happen. And I'm like, like you said there, I'm like, well, I've got pro- past every tough time in the past so if I have a tough time now, I know I'm going to get through it. And the things that I use are this, like connecting with people, talking to people, reading self-development work and doing things that I enjoy doing, doing things that I love doing. If I'm struggling, I'm like, right, what do I love to do? And how can I do more of that to change my mood? How can I do more of that to make me feel good, basically? So that's my process of it. I realize that it's going to be a part of the journey i double down on stuff like sometimes obviously your head doesn't want to go there but i will do that and i realize it's part of my journey and a part of my story and i know it's going to go on to help other people so that's how i go about it if i'm going through a bad time nice i will i will top it off by giving my three things to help so cool again yeah kids are going to get released and i think the first thing is they're now going to need to build this resilience. Mm-hmm. So if we haven't, there comes a time where life's pretty plain smoothing. And I never got released till I was 20. So I never really had a big, big bit of adversity. And I had to really build resilience late at 20. So you've got to remember every kid that's been, every player that's been in professional football, every single person I know has got released. Messi got released. Um, read his book. He got growth hormones. No one wanted to pay his whole th- growth hormones. So people just left him. And he found his way. So every single player has been released. So if you're going through adversity now, firstly, my first step that I'm going to give people is you've got to accept it. So I used to, you know, I used to argue I shouldn't have been released. I should be there. He's there. The first rule for me to build resilience is acceptance. So accept what you're going through. Don't, don't argue it because you can spend months arguing it going, I should have got released. He said I was going to get a contract or I should be starting all this. Whatever you're going through, I should be in the team. Manager should be playing me. I should have got a contract. I should have got a new deal. I should be on this. First rule to build resilience is, for me is you've got to accept it. So accept the cards that are in your hand right now. Good, bad, indifferent. Accept it. It's got to be difficult because you haven't gone through it before, but you've got to accept it. Number two is action. So what action can you put into place now to get to where you want to get to? So focus now on the controllables. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a game, for example, 100% pass completion isn't a controllable. You can't 
100% control it. So what sort of things can you control? You can control your, your morning routine, the people you connect with, how many podcasts you listen to. Maybe if you want to get in the team, speak to the manager. If you're out of contract, you can uh, speak to people and get a trial. So build some action in there where you can physically go do something now to get the train moving, get to where you want to get to. And the last thing is go do it. So the things, you, the controllables, you wrote them all down. Now go and do that. For me, I need a list. So I write a list of things that I'm going to do throughout the day. Oh, and I you take every list. single one off. I go, right, I love a list. And I'm like, I'm going to go do it now. <laughs> and that for me is a way to build resilience. You accept it. You put an action plan in place. You focus on the controllables and you go do it. And my final bit of advice is... Resilience is tough. You can feel lost. You can feel like you're not in the right place. You can feel a little bit scary. You don't know where you're going. If you're in that place, brilliant. Like I And I generally mean it, brilliant, because you're now in a place where it's uncomfortable, and that is where the most growth is. So it's really difficult, especially if you're younger and you haven't been there before, if you haven't been released, you might find it really uncomfortable. I've been there. And this is why we do the podcast, is to connect with people. So if you're in this place of adversity and, it feel, and you feel lost, I understand I've been there and you're okay. You're going to get through it. But the best thing to do now is to put a plan in place. Don't just hope and go to bed and think you're going to get out of it one day. This is now how you build resilience. So it's not something that's just going to wake up and it's going to hit you. You need to build it yourself like a house, one brick at a time. And it's slow, hard. But before you know it, if you keep putting one brick one brick down each single day, every single day, you're going to have a house by the end of it and the foundations are going to be strong. So that are my three steps for building resilience beautiful mate considering we're just about to do a a high performance low performance mindset and talk about three little pigs and houses made of bricks you've left it on a great note <laughs> so we're, we're, yeah Bosh. drop a pen mate amazing yeah so if you're gonna listen things might be tough for you at the moment but you will get through this you've got through 100 of everything that you've gone through in the past so you will be okay listen that's the end of today's little podcast which we've got to go and do the Inner Game Academy. If you like this podcast, do us a favor, give us a five star review, share it. You know, it makes sense. Luke, I'll see you on the other call. Speak to you in a bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a five star review now, Rob. Thank you, mate. See you in a bit, mate. Thanks for listening to the Inner Game Academy podcast. Please do us a massive favor and give us a five star review on Apple or Spotify. Tag us in your stories or share it subscribe because it helps us spread awareness of the show thanks very much for your help and we'll see you on the next episode